Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. And therefore, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, don't dint. I would like to welcome our preacher for tonight, Blessed Divan. Yes, yes, bless her, bless her. That's me. Welcome, welcome to day what? Day seven? Day seven of season 21. Yeah, welcome. It's exciting to be here today. My name is Ivan Muhomuzamoti, blessed Ivan. Bless her for those of you that do not know me. Uh, yes, you can call me Blesso. I was recently baptized Blesso by some of my people. Um, I want you to ask your neighbor a question. Simple question. What food are you allowed to eat during the fasting season? Just ask your neighbor. Allowed by who? <laughs> I'll leave, uh, according to who? Good. <laughs> no, I'll leave you to decide that. <clears throat> Have they given you an answer? They are just smiling. Some people are saying all food. Apparently, someone said that during the fasting season, they are only allowed to eat fast foods. <laughs> yeah, some people, some people are just about to get it. <laughs> Allow to eat fast foods. Yes, I know for some of you it's about to arrive. <laughs> it's about to arrive. I hope you're not one of those people using this time to munch up on fast foods during day. Um, trying to wait for them to finish serving the Holy Communion. Hey, they finished, rather, moving the baskets around. The bags. Jesus. All right. Today, I had the opportunity to speak at a youth camp um, in um, Nentebe. Somewhere along Nentebe Road. Um, and one of the youth there asked me a question. He said, Ivan, how did you meet your wife? I'm like, hmm, this kid is like 13 years old. And he's asking me, how did you meet your wife? Of course, I became suspicious. I'm like, <laughs> you want to get some tips on how to meet yours? <laughs> so I started telling him my story of how I met my wife. Um, I'm going to give you a brief version of it, and you'll very soon know why I'm telling you the story. Um, 2012, August, about the second week, we are doing Freshers' Week in Chambogo University. I am the choir master, quote unquote, and I've just finished leading a passionate, power-packed, <laughs> 
anointed session of praise and worship. And as I am stepping off the platform, <laughs> people, not feeling the dots for me. As I'm stepping off the platform, I don't know how my mind, I don't know what happened, but I saw I saw an epitome of beauty walking gracefully past the stage. So for a moment I was (laughs) I was distracted. I was distracted. I'm like, um, did, did I just see right? I've never seen this babe on campus. I've never seen her anywhere, the, anywhere in the fellowship circles. Who is this babe? So she's, she walks past the stage and I stop for a moment. <laughs> I take it in. Someone said I surrendered all to Jesus. <laughs> Everything I gave to him withholding nothing. Anyway, I stood in that moment and just just kept watching, watching. She walked, walked, walked. Uh, until I was staring. Until she vanished into a certain crowd of people. In that moment, I recognized something. I recognized something. If she just walked by and I didn't take time to stop and recognize what I was seeing in that moment, I would have missed it. Hmm? I stopped, recognized what was going on. Of course, I thought about it in my heart. Uh, about what? <laughs> Passes. <laughs> I thought about so many things, but the short and long of it is that I recognized when she was passing by, I recognized how good looking she was, I recognized everything that she was that I could see at that point. And I took another step. On top of just recognizing, I took a step to, if you like, pursue. And after I pursued, I received. (laughs) I received after a few months. After a few months, about 18 months. I finally got the courage to walk to her and tell her how I felt. Um... Yeah, and today we are married. At times, if you don't recognize what is happening, you can miss it. It can pass by you, and you absolutely miss it. And recognizing and receiving something is intentional. It is not passive. That's a summary of what I'm going to talk about today. Recognize and receive. Isaiah 43, 19. Let's read this together. Behold, I do 
a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the, in the desert. So I always knew this verse and when we were in campus, whenever I didn't know what to preach, I would just land on this verse, put it up there, and create a sermon, any sort of sermon out of it. <laughs> Goes on up to somewhere, behold, I do a new thing. God is doing a new thing. Then I didn't really, really understand the meaning of this scripture. This week, I got to know I'm going to teach. And so I started asking God, God, what am I going to talk about? Calm down. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> so, I had so many things going on in my head. And one of the very first scriptures that came to my mind was this one. But whenever I remembered the experience of it I had at campus, I was like, God, no. I'm not going to talk about that scripture. It seems like I am faking it. I thought about it, thought about it up to until this, no, up to until yesterday night when I left this place at night, went back home, sat down on my laptop, said, okay, God, this is the final thing. What do you want me to talk about? Like, what exactly do you want me to talk about? And God told me, start researching and find out the meaning of the word, behold. Because I realized that the season we are in as worship harvest, there is a certain thing that is happening spiritually in this season. Spiritually for us as a ministry, as worship harvest, spiritually for you as an individual, spiritually for your family, for your marriage, for your business, for your children, for your future. There is something that is happening right now. And, like, I can, I sense it, I see it, I feel it, I know it, I believe it. And so when God told me to look up the word behold, of course we always love to go behold, I do a new thing. And it is true, God is doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing in this time. God is doing a new thing for you. But... He told, me, he told me, just look up the word behold. So I started looking for the meaning of the word behold. I thought I knew it. Um, searching online. Found out that some of the word synonyms for behold are recognize, be alert, and present. Um, actually, one of the dictionaries said recognize something remarkable. That is happening. It's like when they say behold, you take a moment and pause. And recognize there is something going on that I need to pay attention to. There is something going on that I need to realign my life with. So I'm like, eh, behold. Behold. And God said, behold, Ivan, I do a new thing. Behold. Behold. Stop and recognize. Because if you don't recognize and receive it, you are going to miss it. It will be gone before you know it. 
He is doing a new thing. That's true. But you need to behold it. You need to recognize and receive it. You need to be alert and present. Because then I started asking questions. What do you mean by recognize and be present and alert? See what I am doing. Behold, see what I am doing. So I said, how does one behold? What does that look like? How does one behold? And it led me to two passages that I'm going to share with you now. Genesis 15, 1 to 6. Let's read this together. To these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? Then Abram said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, no one born in my indeed one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars, if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Abraham is having this conversation with God. Of course, God has promised him that he will be a father of many nations and all those things. But the circumstances around him seem not to suggest that he's going to actually be the father of all nations. The circumstances around him seem to be telling him a different story. So he gets into this conversation with God after he has met Melchizedek, I think in the previous, in the previous chapter. And he says, Lord God, what will you give me seeing, that, seeing I go childless? He didn't have his own child. And he's having this conversation with God. I love God's response. When God tells him, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. So God has given him the word. God has already said and he is doing something, right? And he has given him his word. Then he says in verse 5, he says, then he brought him outside. I assume they were having a conversation probably in a room. And God had to take him out of his familiar environment. Take him outside. And when he took him outside, he asked them, he asked him to look up toward the heaven and count the stars if he is able to number them. And I could hear God say that what is happening, what is going to happen to very many of us as we hear the word of God is that he's going to take us out of our familiar environment. He's going to take you outside He's going to take you out of your familiar environment. He's going to take you out of your familiar environment of leadership, marriage, and whatever, if you allow him to. Of course, Abraham could have said, no, I'm not going. 
For some of you that outside, a word was given yesterday. For some of you that outside is going to be praying very many hours. For some of you that outside is going to be fasting longer than season 21. For some of you that outside is going to be taking you out of certain relationships. For some of you that outside is going to be you leaving certain workplaces. You stopping to watch certain things. But the word I had is that part of us beholding what God is doing is that we need to allow him take us out of our familiar environments. If we are to recognize and receive the new thing he's doing, he needs... Oh. <laughs> he needs to, he's taking you out of your familiar environment. So he brings him outside and he said, look now toward heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. It's like God got Abram and took him out of seeing his physical circumstance and just took him into a seeing session. Took him, caused him to see the stars and he told him, can you number those stars? It's like he was giving him a picture of the word that he had promised to him. As God is taking you outside of your familiar environment, He's going to open your eyes to see things. Hmm? He's going to open your eyes to see things. Of course, when I say see, I'm not saying the physical thing. Because the Bible says they just shall live by faith. Not by sight. Of course, with time they will manifest physically. But they just shall live by faith. He's going to cause you to step out of certain environments and Get you to see different things. Get you to see things differently. Get you to see things very, very, very differently. I need you to watch out as he takes you out of your familiar environment. He's going to open your eyes to see things. Write down those visions. God in this season is giving you visions. God is placing certain dreams on your heart. In this season, remember, behold, he is doing a new thing. It, spring, it, it is springing forth, shall you not know it? It's not enough for you to know that it is happening. You need to take certain actions. You need to recognize it. You need to recognize and receive it. And part of the receiving for you is to start writing down those things. For you not to miss this moment, for you not to think the thoughts that are coming to you in this season are just mere random thoughts that are coming in your mind by accident. God is doing something new and he has placed it in you. He's giving you very many seeing sessions. And he says, look toward the heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. And after he gave him that word, this, is, this was Abraham's response. The Bible says, and he, and he believed in the Lord. And he accounted it to him for righteousness. As you see those things, God is inviting you to a place of radical faith in him. 
You're going to see things, some of which don't make sense to you. But he's inviting you to have radical faith. To believe in him. Even when the circumstances seem to tell you a different story, he's inviting you to believe in him. To believe in the word that he is giving you in this season. Praise Jesus. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel 37, 1 to 10. This is the last scripture I'm sharing. Let's read it together. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold, there were very many in the open valley and indeed they were very the circumstance. You see the circumstance? Very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, Oh Lord God, you know. <laughs> you know. Woman, I love his God's response. He says, Again, he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Cut the story short. Of course, he speaks again and the breath comes into the, those bodies. But the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and took him to a valley it was full of bones. The circumstance was not a usual circumstance. It was a bad circumstance. It was communicating death. And he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, son of, born, son of man, son of bone, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh Lord, you? No. It's like we're telling it's like the, Ezekiel thought God has the power to cause these bones to come to life. Of course he does, right? But we are, we are co-creators with him. And I love God's response when he says to him, prophesy to these bones. Part of you beholding the new thing that God is doing is for you to prophesy. Is for you to speak into certain situations, to quit grumbling, to quit complaining, to, keep post, to quit face, posting on Facebook how bad your situation is, and changing your DP to black to get sympathy from people, but to prophesy and choose to prophesy to the bones and say to them and speak to them. God is inviting you in this new thing that he's doing to learn to prophesy, 
to learn to speak into everything that he has shown you. Every possibility that he has shown you. To speak it. To speak it. Not to just think it. Not to just see it and leave it there. Not to just, I don't know, do what? Speak it. Find yourself speaking life into those things. Some people used to tell me I was crazy when I was still on campus because I used to walk speaking. Speaking, 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 speaking. Some of the things I spoke when I was on campus, I'm just starting to see glimpses of them. A few things I used to just speak, 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 of course, by faith. But some people used to think, oh, but Ivan, hmm? Ivan is not okay upstairs. Speak. Prophesy to those bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear what? Hear the word of the Lord. Not hear the word of Google. Not hear the word of your relatives. Not hear the word of your background. Not hear the word of your qualifications. But hear the word of the Lord. That means you are speaking the word of the Lord to that situation. You are not speaking fear. You are not speaking worry. You are not speaking... You are speaking the word of the Lord to that situation. That is part of you beholding the new thing that God is doing. That when he takes you out and you see it, you need to start speaking it. You need to speak it. You need to speak it. You need to speak the word that he has given you. Thus says the Lord to these dry bones, surely I'll cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I'll put that word, sinews, on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, what happened? There was a noise. As he spoke, there was something that was happening. Remember, your tongue has the power of life, and Bible says you'll decree a thing and it shall be. I want you to start watching out the words you are speaking about your life. About your business. About your children. About your abilities. About what you can and cannot do. Choose to speak the word of the Lord. God is inviting every one of us in this place to behold the new thing. To behold the new thing. To recognize and receive the new thing he is doing. It is happening in worship harvest now. Amen. Choose to recognize it. Choose to receive it. Be obedient to his word when he asks you to go outside. When he takes you to see things, don't just write them down. I was telling people when I was still on... Not I was telling people. I, was remind, I, I think I was speaking to myself today as I was thinking about the sermon. I used to stand in my room in B14 Mandela Hall in Chambogo University and I would stand and lock the door and I would start, one, I would start preaching to many people, very many people. I would, I would preach sermons for like two hours by myself in the room. I am seeing the people People are getting healed. I would preach two hours. Then after some days, 
I would find myself conducting a choir, telling people you need to sing this, do this, A, B, C, D, 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 D. Then I didn't know the voices. I wasn't very clear with solfers. I wasn't very clear with all those things. But I used to have singing sessions in that room. And I would go and write down all those things in my, not, in my diary. I have a, bulk, a pile of diaries from like my senior six at home. And I would go and write down all those things. Just go write them down. Write down everything God told me. Write down everything I would see. I, would, I had so many singing sessions. And people would ask me and I would tell them what is going to happen with my life a few years from then. I chose to believe, to recognize what was happening in that moment. To see it. To believe it. To receive it. To walk in it and to speak it. And so certain things have started manifesting. Some of the things I saw, some of the things I wrote down that God showed me have started manifesting. Choose to behold. There is something that is happening in this season. Please do not miss it. Do not miss it. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Friends, behold the new thing that God is doing. Recognize and receive it. Thank you so much. Wow. We are going to practice this word immediately. By first of all, everyone is going to speak. We are now in a speaking session, which shall lead to a singing session. So start by saying, I shall not miss it. Whatever the Lord is doing, I shall not miss it. I shall get the full benefit of it. I will fully participate in it. I will not be left behind. Amen. Let's do some speaking sessions. I mean, just start speaking. Uh, there is things that there are some dry bones in, that you need to be speaking to. So just start speaking them. Start speaking to them. To them. Start speaking. Whatever it is. You know, I, I, for example, when Ivan was speaking about the Lord took me in, in, when in the Ezekiel and says, took me in, and I started singing in the spirit. I just started singing. Hmm, I'm actually a seer. Yeah, I see in the spirit, right? So I, I, that's what I started speaking. I see in the spirit. I see in the spirit. I see in the spirit. So I don't know what it is for you. Whatever it is, start speaking it. Make, do some practice. Don't even be too holy about it. I need you to do it so naturally so that when you are walking around and you have time, you can do it. Don't think you have to be closing your eyes or in some dark corner to do it. Just speak. I sin the spirit. I heal the sick. I raise the dead. I cleanse lepers. I create supernatural wealth. I... You speak it. Let's speak it. Speak it. Come on, speak. Whatever it is. And speak many times. Don't be like the king who was told to hit the arrows on the ground and he only hit three times and he quit hitting. And the prophet was like, oh no, you will have defeated them perpetually. They will never have come back, but you quit too quickly. So don't quit too quickly. Speak. Speak those things. 
Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat of its fruit. What I sensed is that there are people who have been faithful to God in this place. Faithful in his word, and God has worked with you, but there are things you're believing for that you haven't seen yet. And I think what God is telling us tonight is that start speaking those things. For example, you may have been praying for six people, sick people, and some people get healed, some don't. Now start speaking those things that I pray for people and they get healed. Everywhere you go, you tell people, guess what, guys? When I pray for people, they get healed. And more importantly, speak to yourself. It's not about what others hear. It's about what you hear internally. Speak those things. Speak those things. Amen. Let's speak some things together. Say, I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God. So God is my shield. He is my exceedingly great reward. You know, there is a, a method of use of scripture which I've learned from Kenneth Copeland. You take the verse and personalize it. Like we just read here, the, God told Abraham, Behold, I am your shield. I'm your exceedingly great reward. You turn it around and say, God, you are my shield. You are my exceedingly great reward. Amen? Amen. Ah, woo! Come on. Just say, I am the righteousness of God. I am healed. I am blessed. I am wiser than my teachers. I see things before they happen. The Holy Spirit reveals the future to me. I shall fast until the end of season 21. I shall not have desire for food. Oh, come on, someone. Ooh, in between there, when we are not doing the one of together, you keep adding yours, including praying in the Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, declare, declare, declare. I shall be happily married for life. I shall be happily married for life for those who are married. Declare that, declare that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will be promoted. Nothing will stand in my way. Thank you, Jesus. I shall buy land. Yes. Yes. We are still together, yeah? Yeah, so the one I say, you say, I shall buy land in the city. I shall build houses. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your word that has come to us with amazing clarity. We thank you for your goodness and your grace and that there is nothing impossible with you. Amen. This may have started maybe uh, uh, some time ago when I was praying with some other friends of mine, but I sense that we need to pray for people concerning workplace issues. 
right? So that uh, maybe where you work, office politics, and whatever it is, that they, there may be some hindrances that you just want to eliminate as far as your work is concerned. If you are such as anyone, please come. Let's pray together and uh, let's move it forward. Let's move it forward. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Workplace. Workplace. Serious divine promotion is coming. Uh, the rest of us, we are going to do the thing we do well. In fact, I'm going to invite us to stand. Let's stand on our feet. Start praying in the spirit, everyone. Start praying in the spirit. Mm. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Yeah. Oh, all these are workplace. My Lord. My Jesus. Yes. Yes. Pray in the spirit. People at the back there, pray in the spirit. I don't hear you. Come on, lift your voices. Let's lift our voices in this place. God wants to put stuff straight. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. So it's not people at the office. It is not the boss. It is not what? It is the enemy. And we are going to deal with it from the root. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God is already at work. By the time he brought this thing up on a Saturday, he's at work. He's at work. He means business. God means business with you. Nothing shall stand in your way. If God wants you there, you can't be the one moving because of the other people. They will move for you. They will move for you. They will make way for you. So Father, we thank you for our friends who are here at the front tonight who may be experiencing one hindrance or another in their workplaces. Your word declares that promotion comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from the east or from the west, but from you. And therefore, Lord, we declare promotion right now. Unhindered, speedy, unreasonably quick promotion. We declare promotion, 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 because it comes from you. May the promotion that comes from you, your word declares that when you open a door, no man can close it. Open those doors, Father. Open those doors. Open those doors that we will not strive, we will not fight, we will not. Just open those doors, Lord. We take authority over every resisting spirit that's standing in the way of where God wants to take you. In the name of Jesus, we remove that. We remove every barrier that the enemy seeks to place before you. Be gone in the name of Jesus. I, I'm, 
I see that many of you are going to be promoted more than once in one year. Multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple times. Don't let anything get you out of that place. Except if it's the Lord who asks you to leave. If the Lord does not ask you to leave with the confirmation that he's the one, stay and take that territory for Jesus. Don't let any resistance, bickering, office politics get you out of there. Operate in peace. You're covered. You are covered. You are covered by the Lord. He will cover you from every scheme of the enemy. Every scheme of the enemy is defeated. Every lie that's being said against you, we condemn it. We shut it up. Every tongue that seeks to condemn you, we condemn it. To accuse you, we condemn it. That is your place. That's your territory. This is your year to break out with influence. God is going to give you more influence than, than you had already in the name of Jesus. Now, come on, start giving him thanks for what he's done. Thank God for what he's done. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Just believe it. Just believe it. Believe it. Receive it. Recognize and receive. All right, now, just take someone's hand. Let's not sit. Take someone's hand. Bless them. Speak life. Speak life over them. Life over their families, over their children, over their children, over their homes. Amen, amen. So, Father, we thank you. We bless you even as we go home tonight. We honor you. Thank you for honoring us with your word and your presence that changes everything. Amen. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.